What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? This your boy, Comedic Energy, and this is the return of Dirty Mouth Radio. Dirty Mouth Radio, produced by Livewire Channel Entertainment. Everybody introduce yourselves. It's your girl, Golden. It's Sade. It's your boy, Cray, Cray, Cray Doop. Changes, man. Look at locked up Sade. Ah, shit, man. Yeah. Go ahead, Yeah, keep it natural. Keep it natural. Yes, 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 yes. We love it. We love it. Whatever. Truly a journey. Like, you, for real, for real, gotta really, really, like, love yourself. And oh, be girl, okay stop. with yourself. No, seriously, because it was some days. I'm like, my hair crazy. But when that shit get done, you be like, oh, shit. Them days where them edges wasn't, you know, I, I, if y'all know me, I know I like to be neat. And so going through this phase is like, <laughs> trust, trust yourself. Trust yourself. You know, it's funny with these locks. Yeah, they go. They do whatever they want. They go this way, that way. I be having to talk to my brother. He like, calm down. It's it's fine. It's it. Let it do what it wants. How long has mm-hmm. it been? Um, I am on my six weeks today. Mm, what was your like six. exact start day? You know, you know some uh, people keep October. that. October. No, I I do October second. Yeah. Okay. Uh, snap. What was yours, Craig? Oh, no. Shit, I don't know. Uh, I didn't cut this joint, re gruels. I didn't. This about my full fifth time growing locks, though. Really? I do see oh. people say they like groom and then they cut them off at a certain amount of time and then reattach them more. It's so D shit. It's like a D shedding process. You know, you go through certain shit and then you cut your hair and then you grow it back. But I, I just trim mine down, so. That gave me some, that alleviated some stress on my neck. You know, yeah. it's, you know what? It's funny because I had a conversation with somebody at work about locks, right? Mm-hmm. And she's an older lady, and she can't stand them. She, yeah. she, <laughs> she be going like crazy <laughs> on them. Talking about it look like mop heads and all this other shit. But my thing is, why is it that a lot of older folks don't like natural hair? I don't, because I don't understand that. They was raised in a time when fucking people had to look like white people. I was about to say, you had to be neat. Like, Black people. You know, it's like not even a... I don't even think it's seven. about being... I don't even think it's about being neat because it's a lot... It's more... I see a lot of people with locks whose locks be looking way neater than some of these motherfuckers who think their hair is neat. But if you look that way, like, putting a perm in your head and burning the shit. The fuck? But That's a lot not... of a lot of a lot of stuff on TV during them times was girls with natural hair though. Like you look at Grace Jones, you looked at all of them. They had natural hair. It wasn't at that time period. It wasn't a lot of creamy crack going on. Man. But, but, yeah, it was some. But they was just trying to hide. They was trying to. Push, they, they was trying to push niggas. I don't think. I don't think it was creamy crack. I think it was the hot comb. So right. they, yeah, they was okay. natural, yeah. but they yeah. were straight. It was straight, like, so, but that's because, you know, that the industry. words of Terrell is more European way to be straight, you know, do the things like, yeah. and a lot of people still aren't, I guess, in tune with themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people consider locks to be unprofessional. 
I don't know why. I hate that. that but that's just like yeah. braids, too. Yeah, like. That it's just a fucking style. It's a style of hair. Like, people pick the smallest shit to damn go up into damn arms about. Right. You know, just because it's different. Like, if a white person get locks, it's called, you know, it's noticed as dread locks. That's where the dread part came from. Mm. If black men get. Huh? So, like, you know, when anybody, now that anybody gets locks, it's noticed that everybody wants to recognize it as dreadlocks, but that's not how, that's not how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So. I, my thing with that in the workplace, I just, ugh, I just hate that, that mentality. It's just so controlling. And it just goes to show you, like, like y'all say, the European standards, that shit just and gets also, on my nerves. They used to Europeans telling them that they look unkept mm-hmm. with their hair, with our hair natural, basically. Mm-hmm. Like they ugly asses yeah. was fashion police and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, like, shit, if you ask me, niggas come into the office with a bald fucking spot in their head and their hair on the side, <laughs> that shit is unprofessional. <laughs> like oh, like they got an eight inch part you and shit. You gonna have hair or you gonna be bald? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> And he's trying to hold on to that little bit that they have. Right. <laughs> this ain't ancient uh, Mandarin times and shit where we gonna cut off all our head up here and leave a patch of hair in the back and braid it down the back. <laughs> I always call that the bird's nest, dog. You got the little egg right. in the middle and shit. You got the hair on the sides. Yeah, that's the bird's These nest. niggas walking around looking like showguns and shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> Old ass niggas. <laughs> Cut that shit. <laughs> it's a lot of unprofessional shit that I think that I think is unprofessional. I think it's unprofessional for a grown ass man to have a fucking his whole entire face cut. <laughs> you look like a fucking boy. Your ass is fifty years old, nigga. Put some goddamn hair on your face. You are a man. Well, what about the people that can't? Son? Some people just no, can't like, do that shit. Everybody can have hair on their face, dog. <laughs> Whether that shit look stupid, don't feel like jumping. So they gotta look, they gotta look crazy, son. They gotta look crazy as shit. I cannot. They can shake that shit up. Oh shit, that is crazy. Oh man. Universe trying to cut me off. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, now I gotta redo everything. Oh, right, you done, you done mess with the bald head gods. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. I thought it was wild. I, I love locks, though. That is my favorite. Yeah, you've been saying that forever. Yeah, I never get enough of them. <laughs> what y'all been up to, man? It's been a minute. What's, how y'all doing? How y'all been? What y'all got planned? Nothing. My fan. Same old Chilling. Shit. Same old shit. Trying to take a lot more mental days. Mm, what'd you I say, though? I said I need to start taking some mental days because I'm about to crack. No. Yeah. No, for real. Don't. Like, take them. For real. I I said I was one day. And then oh, I'm going to go. And then the next day, they pissed me off even more. I was like, yeah. Same here. Today. 
today is the day. Like I was just tired. And then I feel like with COVID, like I was talking to my therapist and she was just saying like things you didn't think about before that didn't really like you was able to cope with or just move through. But because of COVID, it's like it hits you and now you're dealing with it. You got this on top of this. And it really makes sense now. Like everything you have to deal with now. Yeah. Yeah, on top of people and shit. Man, shit. I don't even give a fuck. I don't know. <laughs> I could be feeling fucking good and call the fuck out. Shit. <laughs> like, oh, this is a wonderful day. I'm not coming in this bitch. Days to come. Days to not come. We got these niggas. I don't know, man. I got a different perspective on jobs and working all that shit now. What you got, man? It's just like, man, like, them niggas, they need us. If it wasn't for the working working class of people, man, like, these these businesses and shit, they would never run. Like, nobody would, mm-hmm. you know, they need us. It's a dying, it's a, it's a dying trade. Like, everything is going on to the internet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how long is it going to be before you're going to start seeing a lot of empty situations? You know what I mean? These niggas working on teleportation. At some point, they ain't gonna need buses and trains. <laughs> That's a little out there, but I mean, they are working on the shit, so whatever. But I feel like a lot of stuff changing. Yeah. The way yeah. they do things, mm-hmm. the work ethic has changed yeah. at a lot yeah. of establishments. Like everything is going electrical and digital and shit. Like soon, they just not gonna need workers. So you know. what what do you think people are doing? Because you you just brought up a good point, Charlie. People are not really going to work. Like if people, the people that, what so what what are they actually doing? That's the every time I see the reports about that, I'm like, what what are they what are they doing if they ain't showing up to work? Are they getting unemployment? Because I thought unemployment ran out. I think people just making money, so I'm just making doing other money, shit. Right, whatever they need to do. Whether it's a lot of people I know picking up Uber Eats, just little stuff like just yeah. having to go to work and actually deal right. with somebody over you. Like so, it is draining. The, the culture of the work culture is shifting, is what you're saying. So it seems so. like now we're going to more contracting jobs. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So the whole I gotta work for this boss mentality is done is almost done with. It's it's becoming obsolete. Yeah, and I like was reading um something before, like not too long ago. What they're saying, like, when you stay at jobs more than, like, three years, the less you make. Like, it's good to change jobs. Mm-hmm. But when we was growing up, it was taught it's good to stay at a job. Exactly. Right. But Fine. you make yeah. less, mm-hmm. you know, the longer you stay at a job. Yeah. Then versus switching and possibly asking for it, I'm worth this, this is what I want. I thing. think... I think now what's going on is people are getting more educated, especially, like, our people, even though like education, it has its, it's has it has its disadvantages and shit, but it definitely has its advantages. Like the more of us that's going to college and the more of us that's completing high school and getting these certificates and shit like that, and just like even becoming like going to life coaches and shit, like people are starting to realize that the system has been there's certain blocks that have been put in place to fuck us over and shit, you know. Mm-hmm. And now you got more blacks 
and, and and since we in an age where like information is so quick and it's so attainable so fast you got our people just making videos and helping other people about like how to how to uh get rid of your job the th ways to get uh things to set up before you get get rid of your job things to do after you get rid of your job you know you got so much so much stuff people talking about stocks you got blacks actually teaching other blacks about stocks yeah. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and at one point in time like in the 90s and, and the 80s and shit, it wasn't you wasn't finding that type of shit. like it was it might have been out there but it was on a more personal level like if i meet you and you help me mm -hmm. now it's like my man out here in new york teaching my man down here in Houston and a couple people I know out here in California and some people over here in Charlotte how to, you know, uh, divide their funds up and spread it out across different real estate and businesses and industries and stuff like that. So now you got kids, 15-year-olds becoming millionaires off of just doing something that they seen on YouTube, you know? Mm -hmm. yep. So I think technology definitely accelerating the growth of the black community and stuff. Um, mm. I just, I just, I just hope that we find a way to take, you know, take advantage of that shit and that actually grow as a, as a community or a society, you know? So do you think that this is like the golden age of entrepreneurship now? I think we in a renaissance, a new, I think we in a new, a new time. I think we at the end of a period and we kind of slowly crossing into a new age. You know, we ain't our grand grandmamas and granddaddies. Yeah, <laughs> like that's true. <laughs> I know that they saying they probably wishing that they never freed us, but honestly, they kind of making more more bread with us free than they than they was with us being slaves. Mm. Right? Uh, explain that. How you figure that? Yeah. yeah. Because like now we in a situation where we can work jobs, like the woman can work. The man can work. Shit, children can work. We spending way more bread. On top of that, we teaching other other people how to make more bread so that they can spend more bread. We paying, we spending, putting way more bread into their companies and investing into their companies and stuff like that. They at a point now where they don't have to think about working because we over here CEOing and running their businesses and their companies and shit, you know? So that right there in turn makes them more bread. Like, you see it. How many, how many black people have you seen take over a CEO position or some position in 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 a white culture environment and then surplus whatever their profits is by doubling you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. because we we feel like we got to work harder so because we feel like we have to work harder we do work harder which in turn develops more profit for our boss who is the what you know the company yeah exactly yeah. that reminds you of um that old movie i just watched it for the first time but um that movie i think was trading places that one with eddie murphy oh yeah oh, yeah that was my shit right there that yeah, yo he right. said some eddie murphy yeah, that, like i just watched it It was actually really really good you ain't seen that uh, well, Eddie Murphy, <laughs> where they, they bet a dollar on Eddie Murphy, yeah, and they poor. in a white man's life, and they put Eddie Murphy in his spot, mm, and he like, yo, Eddie Murphy, he they the dudes that they give money to on come, he give money to on coming to America, Mortimer and I forgot the other one's name, yeah, and he gets dude, into he the gets, stock, yeah, he gets into the mm -hmm. stock exchange and all that shit, yo, Eddie Murphy makes some. Um, 
brilliant movies, y'all. Yeah. Like the messages and the morals behind yeah, yeah. his movies. I don't yeah. think people pay attention because they like so involved in the comedy. Mm-hmm. But the shit that be going on in his movies, you be like, yo, that shit was that shit was some intelligent ass shit. Like every movie I watch from yeah. him. Yeah. You know, pretty much dives into some type of form. Even from, like, Beverly Hills Cop, like, Mm -hmm. you could just see the racial dynamic between the two, but, like, he still keeps that realness of a black man in that kind of world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. In a time where niggas wasn't doing that, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just crazy. Like, that dude, I fucks with Eddie Murphy, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Did y'all see Dolomite? That, yeah, I seen that shit. I've been talking no, about that. I didn't watch that. Uh, yeah, you've been talking about that for a minute. <laughs> that movie is motivational. I was about to say the original yeah, one, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but he this this is kind of like a reenactment. It kind of shows the process of him becoming Dolomite. Yeah. It's it, like, it is motivational. It, it's uh it's funny as hell. But that shit spoke to my heart. That yeah. shit pumped me up. So I was Yeah, it really does. I was afraid to go after that. It's, it's motivational for somebody that wants to get into, like, entertainment. You see what I'm saying? I think it's I think it's motivational for somebody who just wants to do whatever whatever it is that they've been trying to do. True. Like, yeah, yeah, this I nigga, yeah. he was just... He just... He didn't know what he wanted to do. He just know he wanted to be famous. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. he was just trying shit, trying shit. The dude turned off the... He was ended up being, what, like, 40-some years old mm-hmm. before he really popped? Yeah. And he finally found his niche, and he ran with it, and he threw everything he had at it. They, them niggas, they was working with damn near nothing, you know? And they just blew up. You know, he put his all into that shit. It was, it was everything or nothing, you know? Yeah. And just to see how they, what they were doing, how they were doing it, it was very, it was truly motivational to me. So, yeah. I advise everybody to go watch that jump. It was damn good. But that damn coming to America too. I ain't. I wasn't fucking with that shit. I ain't. I ain't care for that either. It was funny. They should have left that where it was. I mean, everybody asked for it, man. That's what it was. Yeah, but sometimes you got. Yeah. Sometimes you just got. Yeah. You do. That kills. It just didn't appeal. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go. Oh, I was just saying. That's what I've been saying too about all these reboots and all these um sequels and all this stuff. They need to leave that stuff alone. You're not going to get the same vibe that you in the 80s now. Right. right. <laughs> I mean, but but think about it like this. We just talked about Dolomite. Dolomite was a reboot. You see what I'm but saying? Was, I feel like, a, no, no, no. Uh, listen, listen to me. Listen to me. I feel like they don't do it really for us. When I say us, I mean the original people that love the originals. I think they do it for the the next generation. Yeah, see, they, like, it that, ain't pertaining that, to us. But see, like this is this is what we not this is what we're missing. Dolomite was not a reboot. Dola that the the movie that they did, that uh Eddie Murphy and them did, was an acknowledgement to the actual uh his life. True. So it was a reenactment of his life, not a reenactment of his actual work. I mean they mm-hmm. show his work. But they were trying to show who he was and how he did this shit, you know? Mm-hmm. These other shits, these reboots, like, goddamn, coming to America too. It, it's like, no. <laughs> like, no, we're not about to and be even, up 
I don't like, think that just, was done for us, though. The storyline was whack. Yeah, it was. Big Jam 2. That shit was whack. Lion yeah, King, the remake. Like this Space Jam too, which I think I kind of get what you're saying. Yeah, I feel it, like yeah. that is made for the next generation. Like yeah. we got it when we were supposed to get it, and now the younger kids like Space Jam too. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm trash to me. But I be just wondering why you can't just come up with some new shit. There's plenty of people out here who got new ideas, like. They running out of ideas. That's what it be. <laughs> that's, because, that's because they don't want to hire no black people. What the fuck? <clears throat> hire some other races. You right. They stick it to the same concept. Like, yo, the white man is dying out. The fuck? Let's be real. Y'all getting old as fuck, and y'all kids is not sticking with y'all ways of life. <laughs> Get over it. You know, they they marrying black dudes, they marrying Asians and Chinese and Puerto Ricans, and everybody's mixed. Suck a dick, go back. Get the fuck out of here, you know? The world's changing. Mm-hmm. It's a wrap. Stop, stop holding on to this old shit. Mm-hmm. Did y'all watch um, The Heart of They Fall? Man, that I shit haven't was seen it yet. phenomenal. Oh, my the, God. Haven't seen it yet either. Oh, really? man, that oh, shit was good. Man. It kind of looked like Posse. Remember that movie? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, don't I never really. The really posse? Remember, but I didn't really that was like 1995. Like he was a baby. Oh, she's <laughs> I remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was really just trying to play me out here. Oh, my goodness. I yeah, remember that, that one. That was really good. But y'all gotta watch it. I gotta see that shit. Everybody talking about it. They got my boy Itch's Elba in that joint. Yeah, it was good. Regina, she does. Oh, drinking in that shit? That's my girl, too. And all of those characters was based on real people. Real people, yeah. yeah. It was it's really wow. good. And I y'all like, like Western type. Y'all seen uh, cow, uh, Concrete Cowboys? I ain't yeah. seen that one yet. Yeah. See, but I, I really wasn't feeling that movie like that. That was based off of a true story. That's a true story. That was the <laughs> Cowboys in Philly? Oh, yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. did, I did watch the end when they showed the real people, yeah. I remember right now. Cause yeah. they don't show us in that light. Like that's what we do. Never did. Like man. they don't. It's that's just... because they show us one dimensional and and we multifaceted. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's a lot of shit yeah. that we've done that these motherfuckers kind of just. You know, they watch. Yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's why they call them cowboys because the original cowboys was black, and you know they always want to demean the black man by calling yeah. him a boy. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was actually a slur. Like. Now motherfuckers want to be cowboys. That shit. White <laughs> motherfuckers. White yeah. motherfuckers. You know? That shit, that shit crazy. It's white. Just... When you got the power to do that shit, though, to brainwash people and shit, then mm-hmm. why, why not, I guess? Yeah. Shit, if I had bread and a whole bunch of pie, I'd be brainwashing niggas, too. I'm going to call it blackwash. Blackwash. I feel like you love me. You love black people. Give everything you have to their community and their cause. They be like, oh my God. (laughs) We got this on TV. Like, what? What's going on? Oh, shoot. (laughs) I'm like, white people, seek my hand. Let me show you the true way of life. <laughs> give, give it to my culture and you will find rewards beyond your imagination. Oh my god. <laughs> give your last. Put your black friend before yourself. <laughs> I ain't playing with you. No shit. Mm-hmm. Y'all up in their churches. Shit. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, what do y'all Castle think? Uh, what do y'all think about the whole Travis Scott shit? The whole Astro World oh. shit. Man, they try to hit my boy Travis with the whammy. It's not like, just it's, Travis though. It's not just him. It's your fault, Trav. Yeah, you know so, they go. I mean, finger. but at this point, everybody knows the whole situation, right? The whole yeah. Well, enlightenment. I only know a part of it. Well, pretty was much. Was it security straight or not? So, from what I saw, and some of the people I even talked to that have that were there, it was pretty much too many people there, and they couldn't control the crowd. They didn't have got enough it. security to contain people. There was two times people got trampled. They got trampled when they first got there, and they got trampled when Drake came out. He was a, like a surprise celebrity guest. And when he came out, that's when the shit just really got bad. And like, there, um, there's, so from what I saw last night, there's like over 50 lawsuits against Travis Scott and this Drake. This bullshit. Travis, bullshit. Let me, Really, man? Like, let me finish the shit. <laughs> so it's yeah, you got you got fifty lawsuits against them. Nine people have died so far. And now, from when I was talking to some people who were there, there's another side that people ain't really talking about. And they said there was somebody in there that was injecting people with needles. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, that shit ain't funny. That shit is not funny, man. <laughs> so this they, they said this dude is was running around and like how you know that shit dog i told you people was dead people was dead I, I literally talked to these people face to face it was like yeah people was and they were and they niggas running around if niggas getting trampled why the fuck you standing there watching niggas running around with needles and shit dog i'm just telling you what what was going on check that i would I'm check doing. that I'm serious, I dog. I, I, I literally talked to multiple people. I talked to four yeah. or five people who was there and said they I'm not saw saying this. that. Like I'm not com- saying that ain't was, possible. I mean, but but okay. But let you me know finish. how niggas let me finish, be making man. some shit let me, up. Let me finish. So they said, <laughs> it you know, it was, it was mad people convulsing. Like, it was, it was terrible. Like, it was bad all the way around. But my thing is, in the middle of all of that, right, can you really hold Travis Scott accountable for all of the shit. Well, that's what I was going to say because it's two parts to this. One, he is not in control of the setup and and security operations. That's another... That's like the venue and all that. I don't know what umbrella that falls under, but Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be the artist. And then two, they have insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody want to hear that. They just want to point the finger. Nah, but what? but that I feel like it more so falls on the venue because the venue should have already known how many people that they have in capacity. But, hold on, with that just right there, um, one of, I guess a security team or somebody else did. Uh, they let the artist know, and I guess like the venue for how many tickets were being sold or mm-hmm. something, and they surveyed the place and said it was too many people going to be there. I guess so somebody did alert somebody, but they that's a lot of people that just oversell. But see, my, that's I, my thing though. And that's the part that gets me because the minute that the venue knew that, the venue is the one responsible to shut it down. It doesn't matter who the artist is. Man, somebody somebody doing- said, fuck that shit. We want this motherfucking money, or I'll give you some more money if we keep this going. 
You see what I'm saying? But ultimately, that falls on the venue. Cray, you know just as much as I know. We've done shows. We've we've been packed out to capacity where we damn near got shut down. You see what I'm saying? Man, I think it's, it's bullshit. On, it's on it's on the venue, yo. It's not on the I'll artist. I'll tell you why I think it's just bullshit. It's bullshit because these niggas don't be doing this shit when fucking Slipknot be having the head bashers in their goddamn kill circle smashing each other in the face with kneecaps and elbow. Nobody gets a lawsuit. You got fucking kid rocking shit with these damn kids. You know what I'm saying? You got the ACDC niggas. You got these bands biting off bat heads and people dying and getting fucking jabbed in the chest with elbows and passing out dog it's fucking bullshit son they a black man did a fucking show and the nigga doing his thing the nigga is out here bringing back something that houston lost astro world and he's making it big you know what I'm saying? And that show keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. They and they don't like almost fifty million dollars on that shit. They don't like that shit. And they don't like the way he moving because this nigga getting power. So now they trying to fuck him up. But I mean, on top of like with with the whole stampede of the kids, I mean that shit is fucked up. It's sad. And the parents they don't wanna they don't wanna hear they don't wanna hear uh, all of that statistics and all that shit. They want to know. They 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 mad because they baby got killed at a fucking concert trying to do some fun shit. You know, so it's the artist's fault. You know, I'm not saying it's the artist's fault, but in their mind, if you if your kid is dead, who the fuck are you really thinking about whose fault it is? All you can think about, all you can see is red. You know, so it's fucked up, but. Them artists, they be fucking knowing that they shit be too, filled to capacity. And, you know, they people, they don't be doing shit. I mean, you know, when you got a team too, though, like, so you, it saying, like you the saying it's, it's, it's his fault or you saying it's not think his about fault? The, think about how at the Go-Go's, right? When we used to be at the Go-Go's and shit was getting a little too crazy, niggas would shut that shit the fuck down. They'd be like, hold up. Y'all yeah. niggas need to stop fucking fighting over there, or y'all need to let yeah. let Shorty get let Shorty get up. She can't breathe. Let her get up. Y'all fucking if y'all keep acting like this, we gonna shut this shit down. But he did do that. He did. Once do everybody started, it's getting in order. I don't know what the nigga did. I wasn't there. I'm just saying. I mean, there's video showing that he did do that. So he tried to calm the crowd down. Yeah, he stopped. He stopped for a second. And said, "Yo, this lady is over here laying laying down. Somebody get her. Get her right now." He literally did that on yeah. top of the big ass platform, able to see the whole fucking crowd. Well, I mean, that's, that's, that's cool. Well, I mean, right. that's cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that shit, but that's cool. But I mean, obviously that shit didn't work. So he but ain't, I just he feel like if, you, if you're an artist, how can you take all that shit into account? How can you take on performing okay. your cues as well as figuring out who the hell is passing out in the goddamn crowd, yo? I mean, you can't. There's that no way you could do it. That's what I'm saying. That's my point. It is not his job to do that. Whose job was this. it to do? And whoever job it was need to be held accountable, not him. But my point is this. Nobody cares about that shit. No, fuck they, that. They, they need don't. to care about it because it ain't his fucking but, fault. It's all about accountability. 
Fuck but that. Nobody nah, gives man. A fuck. No. Like, Niggas do give a fuck. That's why they trying to hold him accountable. Nah, man. Dog, they canceled Dave Chappelle just for saying some bullshit on TV at a comedy show. What you think they gonna give a shit about it? They canceled a nigga for saying stop sucking dick or I ain't with niggas sucking dick in the parking lot. What you think they give a fuck about a nigga who some kids die and shit and now they going oh, we need to find his, we need to go into his infrastructure and find out who's responsible. No, nigga, it's your fault. That's what they gonna say. Yeah, ain't nobody that's bullshit. all that that's research. always bullshit, yo. That's bullshit. exactly, I mean, I guess the artists probably look at it the way you saying, Cray, that's why they have insurance and they have security and they have all those other measures because a possibility of lawsuits and, um, extenuating circumstances. I mean, you saw the video from Tiana Taylor's little tour. She seen a girl yeah, just look like she needed ass. She stopped that shit in the hop. She said, oh, fuck all this shit. Nah, get her ass up. Mm-mm. Yeah. I ain't about to be the next she one. Was like, she was like, I'm getting ready to retire, baby. Uh-uh. What you do? You good? You good? Yeah. Come on up on the stage and shit. You gonna sit with me and shit. Fuck that. Hell no. Nah. Yeah. But I mean, it's just crazy how, it's just crazy how hard they going at this man. Like, when you got people like Soldier Boy and all these motherfuckers who be having Crips and Bloods and shit coming to their damn shit, shooting the motherfucker up. You know what I'm saying? It's but some little white kids get stepped on and shit. Now the whole world going up in the arms and trying to fucking throw this nigga under the, you know, under the bus. Like, yeah, because we ain't going to act like this is the first time this shit happened. Right. This shit no, happens they be, all the goddamn time, but... Like when Michael Jackson used to perform, people passed the fuck out. All up in the air yeah, and shit. They, they did do that out shit. Out of their mouth and shit. The, the paramedics was on the scene. <laughs> <laughs> you got the little girl. She over here. <laughs> you know? She over here convulsing. And they just like, uh, you know, beat it and shit. The fuck? Shit. This nigga hold his penis one time and all the white girls just start convulsing and shit at the same time. <laughs> that is too funny. Oh, man. I just it's think not, it's fucked up that he's going through that shit, man. It's not right. It's just, you know, these shows don't never have enough security for that shit. You can't stop no crowd. No, you can't. Yeah, right. I mean, you, you truly can't. They said, yo, he was still performing. 15 or 30 minutes after they declared it a mass casualty event. But now oh, you even wow. got video of the police that was in front of the stage at that same time that they declared it and they was chilling. They was chilling. Wow. They weren't stopping shit. <laughs> so it's like, what the? <sighs> they wanted to stop Astroworld. He will never be able to do that show ever again, dog. I think he's going to try to do it next year. I think he's trying. They'd probably just have a different a controlled environment. I, I think he's gonna try man. to do it. Motherfucker's still gonna go. He's from there? He from Houston. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He might try to do that shit, but that shit gonna get so much backlash and push. Or are they know. gonna be it like might not be worth little it. thing. Just change the name of it. Yeah. Rebrand. <laughs> Rebrand that shit. Yeah. That shit always fucking like, works. Like he gonna have to be paying. Yeah. He gonna and his insurance gonna go. He gonna have to pay a whole bunch of bread. That shit gonna get a pain whole in bunch the back though. He gonna get mad bread back, yo. Niggas is still gonna know, go nigga. to his shit. They gonna That's go. Right. They gonna go, but mm-hmm. they gonna put some limitations on that nigga. I mean, yeah, they will, but shit, he gonna make money off that shit. 
Cause the, I know them lawsuits. I know them lawsuits is out. I know them shits is crazy. I know that. I well, can't I'm even sure, imagine. Sure, I'm pretty sure somewhere when you clicked on it, on there, it's somewhere that makes you liable for something. Yep, they gonna get exactly. out. Exactly. Exactly. We ain't liable for the shit that you do at this damn show. Yeah. They gonna bring up. They gonna bring up footage when you knock the gate down. Oh, you got trampled. You you the one knock the gate down. <laughs> this shit is sad though. Like your kid go out to have some fun and think about go that to a concert. Boy, that what? Fast. But that's another thing. Why are these little niggas out at the concerts and exactly. shit? He was, he was with his dad. He was with his dad. It's sad. Yeah. Why was his grown ass out there at the concerts and shit? <laughs> right. 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 He wanted so to enjoy the shows, huh? He wanted to enjoy the shows. With his nine-year-old son? Man, he ain't no babysitter. Speaking of that, why, <laughs> why was this lady at work asking me about her daughter second one time, do I think it's okay for them to go see um the baby? I said, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> 12, 13, I said, you know what this man be rapping about? Oh, yeah. I mean, I know they listening to it anyway, but I'm going to pay my money to see that you're going to see. Right. <laughs> Damn. Oh, yeah, man. That shit. Ooh. Well, when I was younger, I was about 12 when I went to go see R. Kelly. I knew you was going to say that shit. Are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. What? AJ oh, nothing but a number in that nigga's eyes. Oh, God. That's fucked up. <laughs> he was definitely oh, flicking his yeah, dick to was, the audience. It was LL Cool J and R. Kelly. Really? When uh, I was 12, yeah. I went with my older cousin and my mom was there, but I went with my mom. But, yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> they want to pass the man at 12 years old. want to go to the thing. <laughs> I didn't go to my first concert till I was like in my 20s and shit. Same here. Right. lady. Yeah. Really? I wasn't really interested in that type of shit though, too. Yeah. Um, see, I love music. Like, even as a kid, I love music. So. We had go go's and shit like that. So it was just kind of like, mm. Yeah. That's what we did. <laughs> to go goes because the concert was, was too week. damn expensive. Yeah, I was really saying Man, my go goes was expensive, dog. <laughs> them go goes wasn't cheap, son. What you about to say, Golden? My mama came up in the age where motherfuckers be performing in the park for free. <laughs> she was like, "Oh shit, that was the time." And when I used to go visit my cousins in New York, we would wash down and Ross in the park for free. I ain't paying for this. Oh, <laughs> like, <hey. laughs> that shit was probably lit too. Probably, it probably was. Yes. Damn. I, can you imagine seeing some of them people back then, like them those concerts? Them shits is probably live as fuck. It's probably high shit too. High as hell. Uh, like, can you imagine seeing like James Brown and shit for the first time at concert? That shit was probably turned up, dog. Shit, motherfucking Parliament Funkadelic, man. Oh, yeah. Fucking George Clinton and shit. Oh, you know, them motherfuckers <laughs> was on everything. Boosie Collins and shit. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, shit. Then you got, then you got uh, Marvin Gaye come out somewhere. And, well, he was probably, he was, was he alive during, when they first, when they was out? Yeah, he was, uh, he was, yeah, he was around. But you can't tell me them damn concerts ain't have no people passing the fuck out and shit. 
Oh, them ain't girls. No motherfucking way them motherfuckers was not passing out, dog. They was doing LSD and all types of shit, man. Well, you know, with the five heartbeats and stuff, they used to be passing out. Hell yeah. For real? Man, please. Yeah. That's crazy. I can't get that emotional over a damn person on stage. Like, how do you get that excited you pass out and shit? You know? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think if I would do that over somebody. You gotta be high on some shit. Like, that shit, <laughs> it's, not, it's not a natural emotion to get that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Nobody. Yeah, I ain't never done that for no no concert y'all went to. Nah. No concert. I ain't I saying ex- you crazy. I be, ex- I be excited, but like right. not. The only person like was Mary J. Like I know I love Mary J. And for my for birthday. That. I was waiting for that. A few That's years what I was ago. Looking like for. I literally uh-huh. was right there, y'all, at the front of this. Uh-huh. Oh my god. That's like the best birthday ever. That's that's what I was looking that was for. Like, okay, that's tight. Yeah, I've that never, like I don't have birthday. anybody like that. You know? Yeah. yeah. Hell no, I ain't got nobody like that. Shit. Yeah, yeah mine was me. Corey, how do the women act when you perform? Oh, you know they be all over on her, bro. They be sweating me. I'm like, oh damn, I'm trying to play this face, girl. That shit up, nigga. Nigga. <laughs> I did the sound for your motherfucking ass, nigga. They pants on because my bass vibrations be vibrating. Shut that shit up, nigga. They throw their drums like... Them joints be popping out. Mm -mm. Bull fucking shit. Throw them right back. You keep your underwear. Bull shit. You farting and you got skid marks and shit. I don't like this stuff like that, okay? You can throw your bra up there, though. You so stupid. Oh shit! You know I be chilling. I be in the background. I don't be trying to do all the extra stuff, but you know, nah, they be chill. <clears throat> Nobody goes crazy for me yet. Yet. <laughs> all right. Speak that into uh, the universe. It be it be tight as fuck if you just walk in and somebody be like, "Oh my gosh, you're so 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 so." Can you can you imagine that shit? Have you ever thought about like, what that would hey, be like? Hey, I think it would be an advantage hey. of your property. Like, you would get tired of it after a while. You'd be like, all right. You'd be like, nah, that ain't me. I'd be like, nah, that's my, <laughs> my sister. <laughs> hey. Oh, shit. I'd probably, probably be fully engaged in that shit. Uh, oh, probably, I could see you, because you like to Hell just yeah. talk to people and shit. I could I'd be like, all right, son, I'll holler at you at the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> but then it'd probably be annoying because then they would probably want to talk, talk to you mad yeah. long. And if I'm doing something, yep. like if I'm trying mm-hmm. to ride my motorcycle, I ain't mm-hmm. trying to talk to your ass. Because I can see his ass right now. Like, goddamn, motherfucker, shit. How many motherfuckers gonna come up to me and shit? I'm trying to ride. I'm trying to ride. <laughs> yeah, that would piss me off. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Because I do be trying to ride. I don't be trying to talk and no shit. <laughs> The Lawnmower Club has it gotten big? Is it big down there? Oh, it's huge Club? down oh, yeah. here, baby. I just went to a motorcycle event. Uh, shit, we going to one tomorrow. Last weekend, that shit was lit. I mean, it was fire. Hold on, it, the brothers be out there, huh? The brothers be out there. Yeah, they be out there. You know, <laughs> I don't, I don't be paying attention to all of that. You know. <laughs> but the women's the women's be out there a lot. They had butt naked damn bartenders and shit. I was like, oh. wait, so is it just lawn? Is it the lawnmower? The all bikes? Lawnmowers. 
It's only they be having. Yeah, we trying to go. Well, the mother, yeah, she trying to go. My lawn will go fast. If you want me to mow your lawn, you gotta pay me in cash. Oh yeah, yeah. No, but the joint on Saturday is gonna be all uh all trikes, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, but the last the last yeah. joint was just it was mainly like two wheelers and Harley Davidson, but they had a whole bunch of trikes and stuff out there too, mm-hmm. all Can Am Rikers and Spiders and stuff like that. Uh, it was mad. It was chicks out there on bikes and stuff with the fat booties and just looking all cute and stuff. And all right, Golden, let's go get us a lawnmower. I know, yeah, I know that's right. I'm just trying to go to the event. Let us know when the next one is. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> Did you say it's? Yeah, it's called the. Yeah, it's it's the first weekend in November in Houston. It's called the Lone Star Roundup. Okay. And, and I think uh, progressive, pro- progressive is the one who actually hosts the event. So they be having like, they have <clears throat> the insurance people. Yeah. Oh. So they got stand, they got stands and stuff for people to buy a whole bunch of stuff, and they got people working on people's motorcycles, and they be having tricks and events and stuff. They got a, uh, they got a stage with bands and stuff, and. It's lit, and it's right on the seawall out there. Um, what's that area called? Galveston. In Galveston, Galveston, Texas, and it's right on the seawall, and it's like on the beach. It looked like some California shit, and just people be riding, and the clouds be moving this way, and the motorcycles be moving that way, and oh, you sound so excited. When I say the city. When the city was just, it was motorcycles everywhere. The shit was insane. I'd never seen so many motorcycles in my life. That shit was crazy. And we were just all riding together in packs and shit. And it's just, you know, you see people, you know, you give them the deuces and that shit was lit. Oh, that so shit y'all kind of in a, like a lit, lit, um, lawnmower gang? His ass was. I was at work. Oh, dang. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> His ass ain't yeah. tell me about the shit. Mm-hmm. I did tell your ass. He tell me shit. He ain't tell me shit. Hell yeah. I wasn't going to go, but once I went to the shop, everybody in the shop was like, you going, you going, you going. So I was like, let me go down here, take this hour drive, see what's popping. And it was worth it. I must say. It was fun. We're going to the we're going to the one tomorrow. I don't know what that one's called. Uh Comedy got all the information about that one. It's called the uh, H-Town Takeover. Okay. Yeah, so it's going to be uh, Spiders, Rikers, Slingshots, all the three-wheel shit that you can think of. And there'll probably the be some bikes, too. It'll be, it'll be two-wheel bikes there as well. It's open to anybody and everybody. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. what's up. Well, y'all have fun. Y'all be safe. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have some fun. Amen. I don't know about the safe part, so I'm playing. Let me stop bullshit. <laughs> I'm gonna be safe as shit. I, comedic, no, my ass be on that motorcycle. I be squid. Nah. Well, get the fuck out of here. Like, oh my God. I be hugging the shit out of that damn thing. That motherfucker be flying, okay? He be flying on his little John Deere and shit. 
Mm-hmm. A little lawnmower. John Deere. <laughs> Whatever, nigga. Uh, yeah, I don't have a deer. I have a craftsman, okay? Come on, get the fuck out of here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. For the listeners, you know, if you out there, in, out here in Houston, man. Oh, uh, another thing. Uh, on, on Dirty 30, we got a challenge going on. Anybody who can say Dirty 30 fast 20 times, we gonna send you out a free t-shirt. So when y'all get this, you know, send us some videos and stuff and y'all can get some t-shirts. But you gotta say it without tripping up. You gotta be like, Dirty 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, I say 15. 15. All right, so 15, 15 times. If you can do it 15 times, you get a free T-shirt, man. Get a free Dirty Mouth Radio T-shirt. There you go. There you have it. Mm-hmm. We back, y'all. We back. Dirty Mouth Radio yep. is back. Season two. Mm. Yeah, we back we like crack when you snatch. We needed a little uh, mental break, y'all. We yeah, tired. We did. We did. This shit is hard work, y'all. Y'all just don't understand, man. This shit ain't easy. But we we love to give y'all, you know, some good stuff. Ain't <laughs> that what we do? Yeah, what we do. Hey, well, with that being said, this is your boy, Comedic Energy. You girl, go then. Your boy, Cray. And we are out. Peace out, peoples. Have a safe night. This show is produced by Livewire Sound and Entertainment. If you're looking to rent premium sound equipment for your next concert or podcast at a low price, go to www.livewiresoundent.com.